Hi, this is Sherry at the Intentional Home Podcast, where I share tips and resources to help you live with intention and purpose. This is episode number 10, and today we're going to be talking about the importance of keeping a family calendar. Now, I'm sure that we all have some sort of calendar that we use to track all of our family's appointments and events that we have to go to. But I know not everybody does. And I know that sometimes we have some sort of a system in place for a calendar, but maybe we aren't using it effectively, or maybe it just doesn't fit how your family operates. But having a calendar is kind of one of those foundations of your your family life that will help bring order and peace of mind to your home. And if you don't have some sort of system in place to keep track of events that you need to go to, appointments, things like birthdays and anniversaries that you want to remember, all of those things, it's very easy to get overwhelmed trying to remember it all. And one thing, you know, that I am finding, I am using my calendar more and more to just jot things down that I want to remember to do. I think as our lives get busier and as we get older, it's just, it becomes harder the more things we have on our plate, the harder it is to remember all the things that we need to remember. And so having a system in place for a family calendar can really help that and to help you not have to carry so much in your brain, not have to try to remember everything when you know that it's on your calendar, you can just kind of put it on there and then forget about it, knowing that that calendar is going to remind you at the appropriate time so that you don't forget things. Now, some families will have a lot more items that you would need to put on a calendar. If you have kids that are in sports or music lessons, you're going to have all kinds of practices and uh, game times that you're going to have to keep on there. If you're uh, working at a full-time job, you may have job meetings and things you need to put on there. You have school activities. So depending on what your family life is like, some people will have more things that will need to go on your calendar than others. But we all have appointments and things that we need to remember. And if you're like me, if you don't write something down or add it to your calendar, It's so easy to forget it. So today we're going to look at some options for keeping a family calendar and what maybe some ideas of what you can do and maybe some things you can use to set up your own system for having a family calendar. Now, there are a lot of different options for keeping a calendar and it really depends on what best fits your family. I've, over the years, I've heard and read of a lot of different ways that people handle their their calendars. And there's really no right or wrong way. Um, the way that is right for you is the way that that is the system that's going to work for your family and that you're going to use it. Because a calendar doesn't do you any good if you get it all set up, you get all your appointments in there, and then you don't even look at it. Um, a system is only as good as a system that is used. So finding an option, we're going to talk about some different options, but finding the one that works for you is going to be the one that you actually use. So 
don't think that having all of the the pretty planners with all the washi tape and all the colored stickers and all that it sounds like a lot of fun to have that all set up but if it if it sits on your counter and you never open it up and look at it it's not really going to be useful for you so let's look at some different options for what you can use for a family calendar now the first option is a physical calendar and there are lots of different types of physical calendars there's like a notebook style that this fairly small you can purchase pre-made calendars lots of different options out there from the cheaper options that you can find in your local stores to fancy ones you can order online but these are kind of the smaller ones that you can have in a frame you can write in appointments have like a weekly you know spread or a monthly spread they're small enough you can stick in your purse um, and once you have have one of those calendars then you can go through and you can write in all of your appointments, things that you want to remember, birthdays, anniversaries, all of those kinds of things. And then every time that you have something new that you want to add, you just pull out your calendar and you write it in there. Now, the important thing is if you have a physical calendar like that, one of the, the challenges is that if the whole family the whole family needs to know that that is the calendar that everything needs to go in. And so they need to know if something comes up that needs to be on the calendar, they need to come to you or find that calendar and get it on there, get it written on there. So that is one option, kind of a smaller sized little notebook or a small sized calendar. Another option is a wall calendar. Now those are... I've seen families use this and only this actually for their family calendar. And what they do is they just get one of those really huge desk calendars and they hang it up on the wall, sometimes in the kitchen or the family room, somewhere where the whole family can see it. And they write on there everything that they need to remember for the year. And anything that comes up, they can just go to it and write on the calendar. They can color code things. They can, you know, do everything, whatever they want to do to make it useful for their family. But that is one option. Um, the downfall to that one is, is that it can't be kept with you wherever you go. You know, if you're at the dentist's office and you're needing to schedule the next checkups for your kids, you won't be able to have that calendar with you to kind of flip ahead and to see what dates would be good to set those appointments. So there are some downfalls to having a physical calendar just because a lot of times you can't take it with you. It's not something that you can, um, that maybe every member of the family could access all the time to see what's going on. But it is definitely an option and Again, it depends on what works best for your family. But those are a couple of different physical calendar options that you can use. Now, the next different type of calendar is a digital calendar. And again, with this one, there are many different options for digital calendars. Probably the most popular one is Google Calendar. Um, it's a free calendar you can use online. It allows you to add events and reminders. It allows you to input 
repeating items so you don't have to repeat entering in uh, tasks or events that repeat every year or every week or every month. Um, but beyond the Google Calendar, there are a ton of other digital calendar apps that you can uh, that you can use. You can find, I, I'm going to include some links in the show notes here for some different Google or different calendars, digital calendar apps that you can find in the Google Play Store and in iTunes. So depending on which kind of phone you have. But one of the huge benefits of having a digital calendar is that you can access it on any mobile device. So you have your calendar with you wherever you go. Now, this may not be the case depending on what kind of digital calendar app that you use. Some of the apps are not set up so that you can sync across devices. Some of them are only, you know, on, you load them on your device and that's really the only place that that calendar is. They're, you just kind of have to look at the specifications for the app that you're using and depending on what you want it to do, um, it may not do that. So if you're wanting to have a calendar that you can access on your phone or on the computer or that your husband or kids could access on their phones or their their tablets or whatever, then you may want to really make sure that the app that you're using can do that before you go to all the work to entering in all your appointments and stuff. So, but with Google Calendar, um, I'll just maybe highlight that one because that's the one that I am using right now. But one of my specifications for using a digital calendar is that it has to be something that I can access wherever I am, whether I'm at home on my tablet or on the desktop or whether I'm off running errands, I can access it on my phone. I can make changes on any of those devices and it will sync across everywhere. So that is one of the, one of the benefits of having your calendar on digital is just that you can access it wherever you are and everyone who you've given permission to view that calendar will be able to access it. Another benefit of using a digital calendar is that it allows you to put items in that repeat like birthdays and anniversaries. If you put in, I know I use Google calendar to put in kind of my to-do lists. So if I have repeating tasks that I do every week or maybe once a month or seasonally, I can put those in there and have it repeat however often I want it to. So that's one of the benefits of a digital calendar versus a physical calendar. With a physical calendar, you have to go in and write those things in every single time. So with a digital calendar, you don't have to do that. So those are some of the benefits of using a digital calendar. I think one of the downfalls is that for those of us that like to write, a digital calendar doesn't really offer that. Um, and some, I know Google Calendar, one of the downfalls that I have found with Google Calendar is that they don't really have a good way to print. You know, if you want to print like your weekly calendar, it doesn't really have, to me anyway, it doesn't really have a very printer-friendly option. Um you can print it out, but it's sometimes it's just not very readable or usable the way it is. So the next option I want to talk about is actually using a combination of both a physical calendar and a digital calendar. Now, 
you might find that you like to keep your calendar in digital, but you still like having something on paper to look at. Uh, If you're like me, um, it's nice to have things digitally and on my phone, but it's kind of a a pain to have to get my phone every time I want to look and see what I need to do that day. So I actually use a combination of both. Now, maybe I'll just explain briefly what I do, and I think I'm going to link a blog post in the show notes to sh- goes into a little more detail of how I do it. But what I do is I use Google Calendar to be like the that's my main my main calendar. That's where everything goes. Um, any appointments, anything I want to do, everything is entered into Google Calendar. But then what I do is since I like to have a written plan for the week, every Saturday I sit down with my bullet journal and I go through my Google Calendar each day and I just write down in my journal what I need to do each day with check boxes so that I can mark off as I get things done. So for each week then I go through and I write down everything, whether it's appointments, whether it's to-do items, um, anything that's going to happen that week that I need to remember to do, I write it down. Um, and then as I go about my week, I just, I don't really refer to my Google calendar anymore. I just look in my bullet journal each day and I have it open to the day that we're on and I can mark off items as I get things done that day. If something comes up during the week that I need to remember to do, I don't go into Google Calendar and enter it there and then go to my bullet journal and enter it there. If something comes up during the week that I need to do that week, I will just add it to my bullet journal. So if something is beyond the week that I'm on in my bullet journal, then I will go in and enter that into the Google Calendar so that I'll remember to add that to my schedule the next time when that comes up. So you may find that doing a combination of both a physical calendar and a digital calendar may be an option for you. But again, it's just one of those things that you really need to look at what you like. Some people do not like digital calendars at all, and they have to have it written down. And that's fine. If that works for you, you can make it work. Um, Some people don't like to have written down calendars. They want to go paperless and have everything digital. So maybe that's an option. If you like having everything on your phone and on your computer and you don't want to have anything written down, that digital might be the way to go for you. Or maybe you're like me and you kind of like a combination of both. But choose one of these options and then begin using it. And it may be something that you have to test it out. Try something. If it doesn't work, try another option. But find a system of keeping your family calendar that works for you and works for your family. And to me, um, having a calendar is, is kind of one of those foundation things, those foundation systems that you really need to have in place. Because to me, I think we, we carry around so much in our mind things that we're trying to remember to do. And a lot of that stress can be relieved if we just have a calendar and a place to write that down. Then we don't have to try to carry that and worry about it. So 
Again, find a system that works for you and then use it. The only right way to keep your calendar is going to be the way that you actually use. So I just want to encourage you. I hope this has been helpful to think about some different ways that you can keep your family calendar. There's so many different uh, options out there. So play around with it. Try to find something, maybe test some things out and see how it goes. Maybe try things for a couple weeks or a month. And if it doesn't work, then try something else. So thank you again for joining me here at the Intentional Home Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Intentional Home Podcast in iTunes or your favorite podcast player. For more information about my podcast and to see the show notes with links to all the resources that I've mentioned in the episodes, go to sherrygram.com forward slash podcast. Thanks and have a wonderful day.